today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Eric and Eric here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I feel like I am whisked back to the mid-90s because Pamela Anderson is big in the news again. There's a Netflix. Oh, there's a Netflix documentary. This is on the heels of, remember the Pam and Tommy thing that came out a couple years ago? Uh, So she's back in the zeitgeist, and she's now modifying her views on the Me Too movement. So... Here's the story. In 2017, she did this interview at the height of the Me Too, Weinstein saga that was going on. Um, She did an interview with Megyn Kelly where she made some comments that came off a little victim shamey. Basically, she said, you know, I was taught that you don't go to a hotel room and a guy's in a robe and you just waltz in. Sort of blaming the women who were in these compromising situations with Harvey Weinstein and were sexually assaulted during some of them. So she's sort of giggling. She's calling it common sense, which is uh, sort of casting aspersions on the women who didn't make the same choice and waltzed into the room and, 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 and with Harvey Weinstein and whatever happened in that room happened. Um, she's dialing. All she's dialing that it back, back now. now. Yeah. This is a different world. We're in 2022. What is she well, saying? We were now, in a different Eric? world then. But so she's talking to uh, Ronan Farrow in Interview Magazine. And Ronan she, Farrow, obviously synonymous with the Me Too yeah, movement, he kind broke of a lot of stories, a lot of it, and set yeah. it off. Um, so she now says that was a horrible thing to say, but that's how I was. Right. Basically, like, yeah, I was raised that way, and that's you know, she thought, well, have more common sense if you're a woman, but that does take a lot of the blame off of the guy answering the door in the robe. Yeah, I mean, li- listen, she's she is not sort of like apologizing. She's just sort of describing how she was in the past. She's saying it was horrible, and she looks at it now and is 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 regretful of of framing it that way, I suppose. But she's also saying this is just how my mind was working. I, yeah. I like Pam. She's she's not sort of the apology is there. It's certainly she's reflecting on it, but she's not saying like. She's saying this is kind of how I was raised. I, I maybe sort of understood that that would be a dangerous, dangerous and she situation. Says it's that's okay what to her say mother that. told her, and that's also that's you know, you know Pam Anderson at the age she is, and then you think how old her mother is. That's a very different generation, right? You know, like the, like the people's grandmothers that were like, if you know, if a girl went out, like, well, what was she wearing, right? You know, sort of there was like slut shaming, sort of. Sure. For for guys being the aggressors. It's like, well, what did the woman do? That's right. And that was a whole generation was raised that way. That's right. And, and look, I think it's okay for her maybe to say, I navigated it differently and talk right. about her own experience. Maybe her mother gave her some warnings. She was able to navigate through a world that was aligned against her and, and she did it safely. And I think she's it's okay for her to say, you know, to me, it was common sense not to go in with the guy with the robe, but you can't say it sort of more generally. Yeah, the, the well, problem is she might have been equipped for that, but not everyone was, and it doesn't make it their fault that they weren't. No, and, and also that does sort of framing it that way. It does sort of put it on the women. Like it's yes. like, why did you go in? Not why did he answer the door in a robe? Like that's that's the other part. That... Yeah, which is much more obvious. Like who is the bad actor here? The person who was assaulted, or the, the person, person who, who assaulted just showed up for a job. Or the person who had some nefarious purposes. It is interesting that like you said that, that Ronan Farrow sort of kick-started the Me Too movement. Yeah. And now, Pam, sitting face-to-face to him, talking to him, she goes on to say, thank God for the Me Too movement because things have changed and people are much more careful and respectful. Yeah, when you're <clears throat> looking right at Ronan Farrow, you're going to be like, yo, good job on that. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's like, she's like, I didn't, you know, I was able to just sort of like float through and not be assaulted. Uh, but, you know, good, good that you protected other women. There still is that element of, 
she was able to sort of exist in the world as it was, and she she can be proud of that. I, I think I'm okay with her saying, like, I was able to navigate this because she was certainly a bombshell, and she certainly was put in compromising right. situations. You know Whether you believe all the details of the Sylvester Stallone allegation or the this and that, I don't know the answer, but I do know that she was a very hot commodity, and, and I'm sure there also, were some shenanigans. I mean, it's, it's all bad, but there's a difference between if, if she's an attractive woman and a guy asks her out. Yes. As opposed to, you will sleep with me or I'm not giving you a job and I will ruin your career, which is what Harvey Weinstein did. That's right. There's, if she's thinking in her head, like, oh, guys hit on you. You're right. That's different than and it's, it's holding your career over whether or not you sleep with me. Right. That's also different in that she was, you know, the it girl for so long. So she had some power that some of the women right. that we hear about in the Harvey Weinstein situations were on the rise or sort of on the periphery and were really taken advantage of. Basically, he exploited right. people who he had power over and could say, like, I can make or break your career. Pamela Anderson, you can hear her talking in interviews from the past. She's like, I never saw myself as a big actress. I just had a lot of like opportunities because I was a bombshell. I got to run right. on a beach and all these uh, all these things. So it's not necessary that she was like looking for the same things that some of these actresses who were taken advantage of by Harvey Weinstein were looking for. So it's sort of a different situation. I, I like that she's now sort of walking back the comments. Um, I don't know. I, I, people I, I grow, think she people maybe, change. I think they grow and change. I think she probably still feels like some of the women maybe shouldn't have gone in those hotel rooms. Certainly they, they shouldn't have in retrospect, but the bad person here is Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, and, and it is... You know, <laughs> and she, she now recognizes that. It's also the thing that, and I, I believe her, because you know, when, you're, when you're taught a certain thing growing up, yeah. it's really easy, easy to believe that's just the default way things are. Yes. It's, it's very hard as an adult to be like, you know, maybe that... Maybe what my grandmother said wasn't right. Maybe what my right. mom said wasn't right. Like, yeah, it's easy to mistake the way things are versus the way things should be. Right. right? And, and she accepted the world as it came to her. And her mother said, here's how you prepare yourself. You know, men are going to invite you in. And if they're in a bathrobe, don't go in. And she just sort of adopted that and didn't sort of think about it, but just survived it. Right. Yeah. And learning learning to navigate your way in that world is a very you don't even think of the idea. Well, what if that's just not the world? Yeah. What if it doesn't have to be that way? Yeah. I, I, I like her. I think, you know, she is now giving she's older now and she's sort of reflecting on her life and her time in the public spotlight. Right. Um, she obviously has a different perspective on the power of sex tapes. And we're hearing a lot about sort of the other side of it. She was a little early on that trend, I would say, because one, it was different than Kim Kardashian. It was sort of stolen from a safe. Yeah, and Kim, so forth. Kim's was deliberate to I mean, she Kim it really advanced on her career. Kim, versus... Kim and Paris Hilton both signed off on their sex tapes and right. they were released and they made lots and lots of money off of it. And, you know, whatever, get your money. Yeah. But Pam was not that hers. Everybody else tried to use the Pamic thing of like, oh, it was it was stolen. It was leaked. I don't know where it came yes. from. You do because you signed off on it and paid a distributor to put it out there. Hers was a heist. Someone stole it and safe. leaked it and it got bootlegged. She made no money off of that. Yeah. And, and she sort of had like a lot of integrity about it, but you would still see these late night hosts sort of like rib her about it, sort of cringy old yeah. footage of like sort of talking about some very private violation that occurred yeah. to her. And it's it's sort of difficult to watch that now. Um, you know, she says it sort of derailed her career. I'm not so sure her career was going to be that of uh, Meryl Streep anyway, but no, it but certainly there, there could have, it. it could have been other things she could have done. She could have had another show or a movie or a sitcom or something that yeah. maybe didn't happen because people were like, oh, her. And I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's right. Anyway, she's fascinating. I, I, check out the documentary on Netflix if you're yeah. interested. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. 
It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Let's move on to the other big, big name, uh, also dates back to the 90s in some ways, uh, <laughs> Tom Brady. So he's now officially retired. He you Again. Know, again. But for real this time. I think this one's going to stick. If yeah, it doesn't, th- then he is truly the boy who cried wolf, and we can never trust right. Tom Brady again. But he went on his Instagram and said, look, I'm going to rip off the Band-Aid and tell you directly, I'm retiring. He did this yesterday. So now everyone's focusing on um, what's he going to do. So Tom Brady's life over the past few years has been pretty tumultuous. He right. left the Patriots. His marriage has fallen apart. Uh, he's now divorced from Giselle. Uh, he didn't win the Super Bowl, and he's done. <laughs> But he has this big $375 million 10-year deal with Fox, and everyone's thinking, oh, he's just going to be in the booth immediately. Not the no, case. He's going to be a dad for a while, which is is cool. I, I like that. I do, too. He's like, and and I, I believe him. Yeah. He's like, you know, I'm just going to take some time, be with my kids, and be a dad. Run my businesses. He's got TV12. Right. He's got all those brands. But even he admits that'll be a lot easier than having to get ready, get this old 46-year-old body ready for a football season. Yeah. Even though the seasons are pretty short, you know, 17 weeks, the preparation and the amount of time you have to spend, you know, getting into football shape, especially in your 40s, which I can just tell you, it's, it's harder. Um, <laughs> oh, because you were ever in football shape. Exactly. I was once right. a Tom Brady. It's hard uh, to get back myself. to that, right? Um, but yeah, it, 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 uh, it, is I also, this a play to get back, Giselle? No. I, I think, think some people want to read into it that no. being a dad is trying to show not dating. He also says he's right. not interested in dating. Is this a ploy? I don't think so. No, and, and she commented on his video, his retirement video. Did you see that? Like, she wished yep. him well and all that. But the thing is, Tom was always very active in his kids' lives, even during the football season. Right. Like, uh, his son with Bridget Moynihan, his oldest son, had uh, plays, football, plays football. And he would take planes and go see the game every week. Well, also... What a luxury. Yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. private plane. To, you know, I can barely load up my station wagon to get to <laughs> the the, fee- the soccer field for my daughter. This guy is jetting to but, his but, son's games. But yeah, he's got those luxuries. But still, that he put that effort in to like, make sure, no sure. matter what was going on, to be at the kids' games. And now that he doesn't have to be constantly in training and doesn't have to play football every week, I, I believe he'll just be a dad. Yeah, look, I think he will be a doting dad. I think this period will be short, and I'll tell you why. I think. Yeah, I, I, I think just read so an too. article about Smokey Robinson, who's still who's releasing an album. Okay, yeah, called and, called Gasms. Called Gasms, <laughs> and they were asked like, "Look, Smokey, you are an absolute legend. You are who you are. Like, yeah. why are you still doing this?" And he said, "I tried to retire, and I did it for three years. Uh, you know, decades ago. Yeah, and I was climbing the walls. You know, people who have greatness in them, in some sense." Don't want to sit around and be retired. I, I can't see Tom Brady just like taking a fishing pole. No, He's and, one of the most ambitious guys out and there. Yes, it's not just great, but but driven. 
yes. very driven people. Yes. You don't just wind up being the top of any field. You, you have to be driven and work to get that. And when that goes away, you're going to be driven at something else. I, I agree. L look at our boss. Look at Harvey. <laughs> this is a man who doesn't need to wake up at 3 a.m., but does it. He, has, he just does. has a, 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 a passion for achievement and, and knocking down barriers and, and getting the news and all that stuff. I just want to sleep in. You and can I just know. see the wiring is yeah. very different and, and, in you people. Know, it's funny because Harvey always talks about retiring, how he'd love to just be at the beach all day. Lies. Four days of that. Nice. And then he'd lose his mind. Yeah. And look, Tom's got young kids, and I have no doubt he's a very doting father. We see videos of him like taking them to the movies yeah. and hugging them and, and kissing them on the lips, which some people have an issue with. But I, I kiss my kids on the lips. I, I never understood that story. Uh, but, okay. you know, <laughs> <laughs> okay. the issue is uh, I just don't see this lasting. I, I think it's no. nice to say, like, I want to focus on family and kids. I'm not even interested in dating. I've got my business interests. I think he's going to be in that booth by next year. Sure. That, that's and, what I'm saying. And even as a commentator, he'll still have more time to spend with his kids. Like, commenting on the games is not the same as playing in them so he's gonna have more time yeah i also like you know he says he's not gonna jump into dating mm -hmm. and i i believe that for a while it doesn't seem like that's a big motivator for him but, but what a bachelor but, but also we've worked here long enough you know the first time he spotted out with somebody doesn't even matter if it's that's somebody it. famous it's not not like he's gonna be dating kim kardashian or whatever anybody yeah it's all we're gonna talk about for a month that's it. We already know. I completely agree. It will dominate everything. And he's he's not a super, I wouldn't say he's a like a very private guy. I don't think he like seeks the spotlight, but he is the goat. So the, the, yeah. the, 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 the attention that. follows him. But he doesn't date normies. You know, Bridget Moynihan was a was a rising yeah. actress of a beauty. Giselle's the biggest person in modeling. I don't see him dating sort of a, someone you haven't heard of. I, if Probably he gets not. back into the dating pool, he's at such a stature that I think he's going to date a very high-profile person, and he just wants to pace himself a little bit. And, but he, know, he knows he can't just go to dinner with anyone, even like as a no. business or a friend or anything. Any woman he's seen with. Yes. Is this the one? Oh, Is he dating her? It's, it's, oh, it's we'll immediately where we're, we're going to be. Oh, Mike Babcock will be pitching in the morning meeting. <laughs> that, that's where we're going to be. So we'll have to wait and see. But for now, just time with his sons. Uh, he wants to sort of hang out and, like, He's deserved. He, he he deserves this, right? Yeah. I mean, he has uh, put a lot into football. Twenty three years is uh, it's a, it's a career, and it's such a hard sort of life to live when you're like a forty five year old guy around a bunch of like upstart twenty year olds. I, I just right. think he has navigated that particularly well. He's obviously changed two organizations, won Super Bowls. There's nothing left to prove. I do think it's interesting that he didn't want to go out on top. Well, I think he did. Oh, I think. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah, he, he did. did. But did he see that window sort of like close on him, and he he couldn't do it? Is Maybe that why he's walking yeah, away? Yeah, like, it, it might just be diminishing returns. Yeah, like he had a good season though. He's like the third best quarterback in the league by, by yeah. statistics. So, but if he thinks that's just going to maybe get worse, yeah. Then, then why keep coming back? Yeah, you know, some of them can't walk away. Michael Jordan famously went to the Wizards while his skills yeah. were declining. And he shouldn't have. And he shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it tarnished his legacy. I think now people look at Michael Jordan as like, yeah, he did those years on the Wizards, but we still think of him as the greatest. And that Oh, I think opened, younger people don't even realize. They don't even remember it. They don't even know he did those other, yes. those like post-career, back-career kind of things. It's just, oh, Michael Jordan and the Bulls. That's it. He's he's that guy. The TikTok videos are the Bulls videos. No yeah. one posts in the TikTok like remembrances of his time with the yeah, Wizards. You just and, remember the great things. Yeah, and I think I think Tom will enjoy that as well. And I think it's really opened the door to these guys staying a little bit too long because they realize uh, legacy is locked. You know, yeah. it's it's basically I won these six Super Bowl rings with the Patriots. Nothing's going to take that away, even if I go to Tampa and fall on my face, which he didn't. He won a Super Bowl in yeah. Tampa Bay, so he really is like pretty uh, etched in there. It remains to be seen whether he's great at broadcasting. I think sometimes you need a little more humility, and when you're the absolute greatest, 
it doesn't translate. I was talking to Jason about this yesterday. Charles Barkley was never the greatest, greatest, but he's yeah. the greatest commentator because yeah. he can like talk about the greats without being like the absolute greatest. And but you, but you have people like you know Terry Bradshaw and Joe Namath who were the greats of their day. That's true, and they're, and they're good commentators. They're so they're the old timers. Once you're we'll once see. you're an old head, and you can yeah. talk about the whippersnappers, and they don't care anymore at all. They can just say what they want. I uh, Terry Bradshaw is just like a character. I feel like yeah. he is like everyone's grandpa now, but he was once one of the greatest quarterbacks. So anyway, that'll do it for us today. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.